Keeping up with the Joneses. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 276 of Keeping Up with the Joneses. Mrs. AJ Jones, how are you? I am good. I think we should let the listeners know what's different about this week. Well, we've moved to doing just audio. So we're in your very messy office, surrounded by horrible clutter. And I am sitting in a lounge chair while recording. In a house coat. In a house coat. (laughs) AJ looks like she's been waiting for an aeroplane for about 10 hours, has given up hope of life, and is just wanting to get on a plane and go home. You smooth tongue devil, you. (laughs) (laughs) So if AJ sounds particularly soporific, it's because she's nearly passed out. It's it's Sunday night. It is Sunday night. We're recording on Sunday night. Yeah. Which this episode will be released tomorrow morning. Yes. God willing. Yes. And I'm not staying up while you edit. No, you're not. I'm going to so have happened? a bath. Oh, there you go. Yeah. What happened was last week, there was no episode. Yes. And our members know this because I reached out to our members and said, hey, everybody, there's going to be no episode this week. And here's why. One, I am desperately trying to finish our taxes. We have a tax appointment, which I completely forgot about. <laughs> I mean, I knew that we had a tax appointment, but you I thought it was it next a, week. Yeah, different. Time. And then I realized it was two days away, and I thought, I don't have anything ready for my accountant. So we're going to have to do our taxes. But also, this course that you've heard me talk about for the last, I don't know, two months, the More Than Enough course, I really wanted to finish it. We were almost there. Yeah. And I wanted to finish the course. And the other thing... That, and there's limited time in the day. You right. Know, there's... Only so many hours. Because so. we do this after our work. We do this on our weekends and our off weeks. Yes. And also we had a week where the kids really needed kind of more input than they were getting. Yes. So I just put out to the members and said, hey, A, I'm letting you know there's going to be no podcast this week. But B, how big a deal is having the videos to you? Because the videos take us about, I don't know, about 10 or 11 hours each week to and, edit. And by us, you mean you. I right. I don't do the video editing. No, you don't. But, but I do away. everything else around the house so that you can do the video. That editing. is true. Yeah. But also, if you think about tonight, we both look like we've been dragged through a hedge backwards. Thank you, darling. I mean, you are not your most glamorous <laughs> self. Okay, you could stop talking. Uh, about and I that am now. not either. Whereas, if we were going to record for video, we'd have to, you know, shave, yeah. put on some decent clothes, put go on downstairs. Some Exactly. Right. So all in all, it's just easier if we just do audio. Now, I want to keep doing video. Yeah. And we're making some investments to kind of reduce that 11 hour time to something slightly more reasonable. But for the next couple of weeks, at least we're going to be audio only just so that A, we can keep doing a podcast and B, manage our limited time. Yes. But anyway, if we sound a little different, it's because we're in a completely different room. We're using completely different microphones. But what's cute is it's all well, almost I was going to say it's the same equipment we started with, but it's really not. It isn't? Wait, I want to take a photo of my wife. You need to see. These? She is no. lounging. No, no. <laughs> Baby, the people need to see. No. Oh, my gosh, the glamour. Put the phone down. Put your cigarette out. <laughs> okay, got it. Okay. Um, what Just were we cigar. talking about? Yeah. We're using some of the same equipment. Well, that what we I mean is, it's, with, right? yeah, it's Aren't kind of old school. Original microphones? Yeah, we're just using like our old microphones, some headphones. These are the microphones that we used when we recorded that podcast driving down to Florida. Do you remember? Mm-hmm. We recorded an episode while driving, driving to the airport to pick up people, and yeah, yep, we've we've made it happen. <laughs> so if we sound odd, that's why. We hope you've had a great week. We've got two weeks worth of stuff to catch up on. 
I can't even remember the last two weeks. Which is a testament to our life. Yeah. It's been busy. The question on everyone's minds is, did we get our taxes done? We did. Yes. Our taxes are filed. Yes. We're good citizens. Yes. We're legal. That was a relief. Yeah. But we didn't get anything back. That makes me sad. Well, it also means that we kind of made our, uh, what do you call it, our withholding right on the nose. Ish. Ish. Yeah. 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 Ish. The the second question that everybody's wondering, I'm sure, is, is the more than enough course finished? And I'm pleased to announce, ladies and gentlemen, it is. I was going to do a drum roll, but... That would involve you moving your limbs, which at this point... I mean... You're going to have to carry me to bed after You're in the lap of luxury. <laughs> Look at you. The More Than Enough course is finished. What is the More Than Enough course? It is a course that is designed to help you understand what the Bible has to say about money, the topic of blessing, and the topic of abundance. And while I've prepared this, I've realized that Christians have a really, really negative relationship with money. Yeah. Maybe two months ago, January, February, at Grace Center, I taught a series on finances, tithing, blessing. We talked a little bit about uh, about it on earlier episodes of the podcast. But this is the most comprehensive course I know how to build, all about generating wealth, partnering with heaven, what are the things that get in the way of us receiving blessing. And it's out, and you, you can sign up, you can work through the material at your own course. But if you sign up before April 18th, you can join me on Saturday mornings where I'm going to coach you live, a group of students. I'm going to walk you through the material together. It's your opportunity to answer, not answer, ask questions, share testimonies, get clarification. I'd love you to come and do it with me if, if you're available. It was going to be April 15th because I thought I was being clever because that's when tax day is. But then my accountant reminded me that they've changed it this year. It's April 18th. So <laughs> Okay. If you're thinking, oh, no, I missed the deadline because it's after April 15th, you've still got another couple of days. April 18th, go to alanandaj.com slash more to sign up, enroll in the course. And because I think this is such a significant teaching, especially if you're married, like it's really important that both of you are on the same page. I've created a special discount for married couples who would like to go through it together. And I think, honestly, that's the only way you should go through it so that you're both on the same page about your money. Yeah, that's super important to be on the same page because you don't need to add extra stress when you're trying to, um, you know, implement new things. Mm -hmm. Stay with us, AJ. Stay with us. What? Don't head into the light. Don't head into the light. (laughs) I'm still here. Uh, anything else we did this week? I told you, I can't remember this week. What did you do last night? What was last night? Oh, yeah, we went to a wedding. Well, like a reception for a wedding. Because some friends of ours got married during COVID. And so they couldn't really have the reception that they wanted to have. And so they got to have it yesterday. And it was beautiful. It was and so fun. You danced. Yeah, you can't lock this up. Nobody puts baby well, in a corner. No. <laughs> You've, you never dance. Like, I'm always like, I want to stay for the dancing. You're like, I want to go home. And uh, you stayed like for ages and danced. I we, was. We had a great time. All the, the kids, kids danced came as well. And they danced with you. That was so sweet. Mm-hmm. It was really. I got to dance really with each of my kids and with yeah. you. Yeah. You are horrible at letting me lead you in dancing. You're horrible at leading. Granted. You don't know where you're going. Nope, granted. <laughs> but you need to just trust me. Well, I would, except I'm afraid you're going to put my back out. <laughs> I hear excuses. So we need to work on that. Yeah, congratulations to Chris well, and Amanda. you know, do you remember when we first moved to Nashville? 
we were taking ballroom dancing lessons. Yeah. Don't you regret that now? No. It's clearly a waste of time because neither of us remembered anything. But well, okay, well one of us didn't remember how. But (laughs) but I think we should go back. Because clearly we need a refresher. I was hoping that my Apple fitness lessons in dance would have served me well. Oh my gosh, you've got to be joking. But they didn't. Okay, have we even posted a video of you doing those? Let's move on. For the members? My, my favorite thing was when we left the wedding. Yeah. I said to the kids, how did you enjoy you know the dancing? And my 14-year-old said, the DJ just played really old stuff, like early Ed Sheeran music. And I was like, I guess you missed out on the Stones and the Beatles, but sure, Ed Sheeran, that's right. But but she did say it was a better DJ than they had at their school dance. Mm. So I was like, well, that's pretty good. Yeah, they had fun. It was good. All right. Our main topic for this week. There is a topic? And I have some shame about it. Oh. Because it was... Current. Current. That's the word I was looking for. At the time, I thought about it. But I want to talk about Will Smith's slap of Chris Rock at the Oscars, yeah, which is now not really current affairs. It's kind of old news and everyone's moved on from it. But, you know, we usually don't cover current affairs in our podcast, usually because by the time we get around to recording something, or, or rather we record so early that the time we get around to releasing it, it's, you know, it's not yeah. really current affairs. Yeah. And plus it's not really our skill set. But this one really, really struck me a couple of weeks ago. Is that like, there's no pun intended? No pun intended. Okay, yeah, yeah. Good. You and I are getting ready for bed. We're not watching the Oscars, yeah. but I'm scrolling through Twitter and Twitter explodes because as I'm sure everyone knows by now, the comedian Chris Rock makes a joke at the expense of Will Smith's wife, Jada, is that yeah. right? Yeah. Yep. And Will proceeds to get up on stage live in front of everybody and... Turns out he hand slaps Chris Rock in the face. At, at first, yeah. I thought it was a punch. Well, no, I told you he slapped him. And he said, yeah, anyway, we had the whole, that discussion. Right. So yeah. we were watching that on Twitter. And at first, I can't tell if it's like part of a sketch or something funny. But then quickly realize everything gets real because... Will's screaming at him. Will is now screaming expletives at Chris Yeah. twice. and. Yeah. If you've ever watched somebody lose it, you can tell Will is losing it, right? The second one especially, his vocal cord, you know, he's doing that thing where you're like, oh, this man is in is in distress. And fair play to Chris, he's doing a pretty good job at trying to de-escalate things, which it, it doesn't really work. You can tell Will's at his tipping point. You could tell Chris was nearly going to make another joke because, you know, as a comedian, yeah. Yeah. Uh, that thing's just queued up in his head. He thinks the better of it. Now... Because I'm on Twitter and I'm not watching the US broadcast, I'm watching the uncensored version, I think from Japan and Australia. And, you know, so a lot of people in America didn't know what's happened because it, you know, got bleeped and censored. So it was hard to make sense. But what everybody saw was Will Smith get up on stage in front of Hollywood and in front of millions of viewers, smack somebody in the face, then go sit down. His rage is on full display. But then. goes on to win the Oscar for the best actor in a leading role. And so now yeah. has to give a speech. Yeah. So I couldn't really sleep because I needed to know how the thing resolved itself. <laughs> and it wasn't like this salacious gossip in my heart. I think for me, what happened is Will managed to give all of us a gift. Probably not Chris a gift, but gave all of us a <laughs> gift of... Humanity. Of yeah, humanity on display. 
you know, his vulnerability of losing his temper and his vulnerability of the sadness of sabotage. Yeah. You know, here's this this big event. So I watched lots of people offering commentary and, you know, who was right and who was wrong, what should have been done, all that sort of stuff. But I wanted to look at it in a slightly different way and talk about the humbling nature of being human. And by that, I mean, how many of us have ever done or said something that we felt was out of control? And what do you do with that pain? Like afterwards. Afterwards. Like, have you, AJ Jones, ever said something, done something in a fit of, I don't know, anger, fear, sadness, loneliness, and then later realized I actually betrayed who I am by my behavior or by my words? Two hours later. I mean, I must have. I can't believe you're taking this long to think, because I came prepared with a list of times you've done it. You did? No, I'm kidding. I haven't. I was like, that would would help me. Never as a parent you've said or done something that you later wish you hadn't said or done something? Oh, probably. Oh, I'm sure. I'm just trying to think of like... Probably. Oh, I'm sure, because I know I've said, because mommy said so. (laughs) Have you ever wanted to take a dump in your husband's shoes, for example? Oh, yeah. Well... (laughs) Yes. You can't even think about but, it in our marriage, times that you've said things that you wish you could take back? Um, yes, I can. <laughs> <laughs> you can tell these episodes are not rehearsed. Because <laughs> this is a live, live just, reaction. I just thought of something funny, but I'm not going to say it on the podcast. Okay, well, that's helpful for everybody yeah, to yeah, hear. Yeah, yeah, uh, Yes, I, I can think of, well, are jump, you serious? jump in shoes, for yeah. sure, yeah. I can when think I of told you to get out, get out. <laughs> the time you grabbed the baby and ran away. And then I stood at the door going, what do you mean you don't feel safe? As I'm yelling at the top of my lungs. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm just thinking about like, I know I, I'm, I watched Will and my empathy level went through the light, through the roof. Cause I was like, I know what it's like to be Will. I, I, I've never slapped anybody to, to my knowledge. Like I remember having a fight with somebody I lived on a street with uh, when I was a little boy. But I've never had a physical altercation with anyone. But I can think of times when it's almost like your body does something without your own permission. Yeah. And then you're left with the shame of it and you want to minimize it. You want to, or I want to minimize it. I want to justify it. I want to run away. I want to hide. I remember one night, this is a horrible memory for me. I remember it was SOSL graduation one year. I'm, I think I was emceeing it and I'm running through it. And I'm realizing we're short on time. And I remember looking at my notes. And usually, you know, we congratulate all the students. But then we also stop and thank all of our staff for all the hard work of that year. And in my head, I'm like, "Uh, no, that's a good way of saving time. I don't need to thank our staff. Our staff know they've done a good job. Like, so I make that call in my head. And I get through it. And I think the whole speech has been a success. And I sit down. And either you or Jeff pointing out to me mm-hmm. you like like hey alan you forgot to thank your staff and i was like oh no no i see your heart trying to help me i didn't forget i made a deliberate decision not to thinking i'd made a good decision right thinking oh pe- you know people are fine because we're over time oh, we're over yeah, time and they all know yeah. they did a good job and which is a really okay. curious thing a mission for me to make as i hit high words of affirmation person yes but i think all my staff are going to be fine And then I look over and see some of my staff who I love deeply in pain. Like I can see tears in their eyes. And in that instant, I am like, 
I have made a horrible, mistake. horrible yeah. mistake. Yeah. And there's no way for me to get out of that. And I remember just leaving the room in tears, getting in the car and driving home yeah. and just hoping the earth would swallow me. Because I'm realizing I made, it wasn't an accident, it wasn't an oversight, I made a deliberate choice that has now hurt people and actually has written a story on their hearts that isn't true. And any effort for me to rewrite that story is going to just sound defensive or yeah. I don't know how to get out of it. And I I just feel alone. And, and I haven't done any of my feelings work. Yeah. But my only solution, seemingly, is to run away. And yeah. I run away and I hid and I didn't want to see any of my staff. And this is a testimony of how brave and powerful my staff are. Eventually, they came and confronted me. I don't mean eventually. I mean, in a couple of days, they were like, what Like, what, what that? happened? That was such a departure from who we knew, knew you to be. Now, thankfully, I had time to cool down, you know, and also know we've got so much trust with our staff. But that in that one moment, I knew what it was like to kind of ruin the night of, of people it was so important for. And I'm thinking about Will. Like, this mm-hmm. is... Potentially, he doesn't know he's going to he's going to win, but potentially is going to be one of the biggest nights of his life. He's running for an Oscar, his third nominee. So he knows what it's like to be nominated, doesn't know what it's like to win. Yeah. And so you can hear the tension. Now, what's curious is the next day I got up and I tried to watch stuff and I saw an interview with uh, Denzel Denzel Washington. This is Pre the Oscars, everyone's going on the red carpet. So, like Denzel is already saying, "Yeah, like his, he's got lots of emotions. He's got lots of feelings. You know, he's going to have to manage them." Like Denzel doesn't realize he's being prophetic in that moment. But you know, I'm I'm thinking, you know, in Will's acceptance speech, you can realize not only is he embarrassed himself, yeah, but he's also just taken a giant poop in front of everybody and ruined everybody else's night. And now he has to get up and give a speech when he does win. Yeah. And like he should be feeling joy and yeah, celebration. Yeah, robbed his evening. Oh, he's it? probably yeah. feeling grief and sadness and, uh, you know, so I'm not saying, all I'm saying is I know what it was like to be Will in that moment. And I'm thinking I only know what it's like to be Will in that moment. I have not never won an Oscar. Because you're human too. But I know what it's like to ruin a a special event. I know what it's like for my behavior, my words to betray who I am. And I think the saddest part is uh, Will's speech. He said, you know, I feel like God's called me to be a vessel of love. And at that point, my heart broke. You know, I saw people making fun of him going, hey, you know, top tip, if you're going to be a vessel of love, don't go around smacking people. But I heard it as him going, I can't be what God wants me to be in my own strength. And I'm like, oh, is there anything more human than than that moment? I think, um, well, first of all, when you asked earlier, can I think of moments? It always takes me a little bit longer. I know that you had your list. But just as I'm thinking about it, like, you know, I punched somebody at church where everybody could see me, hundreds of people looking through the glass while I punched another youth leader in the face at church. I've had my moments, you know. Um, I knew they were in there. If you just think long enough, you could think about... I was thinking another time somebody hurt my cousin and I went over to their house and basically just walked in their house and I ran up one side of her and down the other while her parents were there listening. (laughs) Yeah, I've had my moments, my human moments. I think what makes me sad is like I didn't, uh, I didn't, I'm not really on social media that sure. much. 
Um, but the little bit that I did see, it didn't seem like there was, or at least what I saw, there wasn't an enormous amount of grace or mercy towards Will. And and that kind of made me sad because I'm like, wait, again, what of us haven't had just a really awful moment where we fleshed out? And it just oh. happened to be that his is on TV and he's famous. So he's living under the spotlight anyway. Yep. You know, Um and also understand that we're not minimizing what he did. Like what he no. did was clearly wrong. Yeah. But what you're saying is like, I are we all forgetting that we've had moments when we have said or done something that has repercussions far larger than we are currently aware of? Yeah. Right. And then they come rushing to you. I'm sure when he sat down, he yeah. realized, holy monkey, what have I just done? Oops, I've just cussed out on live TV. Oops, I've just done it again. Yeah. Like we've all had those experiences i'm not the only one right listeners we have had experiences where there's repercussions larger than we anticipated and then when that news hits us we realize there's really no way to take them back and what do you do in that moment is actually the test of character yeah so what do you do when you screw up spectacularly aj jones try and clean up your mess you know um so i guess it depends on who the mess is with but you're I mean, first get your heart right, you know, and then go and try and clean up your mess. So apologize, ask for forgiveness, find out what people need, Hmm. that kind of thing. And it's important to understand that apologies aren't just words. There might be actions that need to follow up with the words to demonstrate you're sorry. Yeah. I I also, I, I agree with everything you said, but I also think about the need to explore your story to how you ended up there. Yeah. Like, what is familiar to you? In what ways is your childhood story revisiting you where that then becomes seemingly your only option? Yeah. Well, because usually, I mean, it seemed like he just had an instant reaction. Well, yeah, if you watch back, he's actually laughing at Chris's joke, right? When Chris makes the joke, you see Will laughing. You see Jada not laughing. Yeah. Presumably, you then see Will looking at Jada's face. And of course, I, you know, I don't know what it's like to be a woman who's losing her hair. I can imagine how big a deal that is. Yeah. I'm also not a black woman, and I don't know too much about black culture, but some of the stuff I've read is like, oh, the 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 grief and sadness about losing your hair. So, you know, I don't know if Will just felt super defensive. I, I have no idea what's going on. I don't know the dynamics of their marriage or anything. That's not what I'm, in, uh, right. you know, commenting on. I'm more commenting on my heart went out because I... I have been where he is, which sounds ridiculous because I'm not an A-lister. I think we all know what I mean. I don't need to keep yes, qualifying. Yes, that. yes, yes. Yeah, you've had your you've had your reactive. Oh, moments. as a parent, you know yeah. when you've you know when you like. I remember one time feeling so stressed, and Abigail was what two years old, and I'd come home from work, and you know she wanted something, and I remember just turning that turning around, and in my anxiety, my fear, my dread. Again, not knowing that's what I'm feeling. I hadn't done any feelings work. And just yelling at her because she's the source of my pain. She's not. She just happened to be in the wrong place in the wrong time and be a child and have needs. And it was one more area where I feel like I'm failing in my ability to meet the needs of my family. And Right. right, That's what it took. You can go repair it. You know, and and so often when when the event is larger than the when your reaction, reaction is yeah. larger than the event warrants, yeah. the issue is not the issue. No. So Will hitting Chris is not about the joke. Yeah. It's about something else. And uh, 
it, it really touched me. I, I woke up the next morning at 4.30 because I'd barely slept and I was just praying for him. And oh, Do you want to talk about Denzel's role in being a peacemaker? I, I know that he um, sort of coached him somehow. And prayed for him. Uh, and prayed for him. In the break. And somebody else came over and prayed for him too. Yep. Um, and And then basically just sort of said, hey, you know, these are the moments where you have to watch out for the the devil. Your highest moment is yeah. when the devil will attack. Yeah, I was like, "Come on, Denzel." Yeah, I saw I saw Denzel being interviewed by T.D. Jakes. T.D. Jakes. Yeah. I was like, "Okay, this is this is beautiful." Yeah, I realized that when you're talking about, you know, I woke up at four thirty or whatever, and you've been, uh, you did like a little bit of a deep dive. Clearly, into it struck reactions. a chord in yeah, my heart. Yeah, yeah. and. Honestly, for me, it didn't because in the in my head, I'm like, you know, a, a man slapped another man at an award show. Yes, but there's a war in the Ukraine, you know, and they're finding hundreds of bodies. And you know what I mean? So like for me, I didn't really put much more thought into it. Like he right. had a human moment and uh, really unfortunate that it happened on public television. Yeah. Um, I feel sad for him. And that's it. Like that's sort of where it ends for me because again, there's there's much bigger things going on, but of course because it's Hollywood and it's dirt, I guess. But how how true is that? I mean, that's a very salient point you make. But how true is that also? Like I think about the time that I left, I left the event. You know, I left graduation. I went home in my shame, in my fear, crying, thinking about all the people I've ruined their night and hurt them. And 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 here's the thing. Not that I'm minimizing my hurt or my damage, but I hurt and grieved our staff, but the, I don't know, 70 or so students who were graduating, they didn't know. Like, uh, what I'm saying is you put things correctly in their global perspective. Often when we have done something wrong, we lose sight of perspective. As in the enemy will have a field day and go, yeah, you are the worst father, mother, teacher, whatever. You're the worst person in the world. This is the biggest thing. It's on everyone's mind. Everyone is not sleeping about it. You need to go fix it, you know, blah, blah, blah. And the reality is that's not what's going on. Life still goes on. It's it's all okay. You can fix whatever happened. Yeah. Yeah. So my homework for our listeners this week. Oh, homework. Is take a moment and think about if you've got a moment where it was a big event, where the reaction was larger than the event warranted, and maybe do some homework. Like, what were the feelings? What was the story the enemy would love to sell you? How did it sound? Yeah. And maybe write it out. Yeah. You know, you're a bad mom. You're a terrible husband. You're a terrible pastor. Whatever it may be. You yeah. know, write out in detail, like, what was the story that you learned? And now, depending on, you know how much time has passed, like how true is that story? And maybe did you clean it up? And if you didn't, what are some of the steps that you can do to clean it up? Because sometimes we don't want to clean it up. Sometimes we do, oh, nobody's talking about it and now it's fine. Yeah. But it's still probably worth some investigation. Yeah, because probably there's still something that's weighing on your own heart as well. Mm -hmm. I think also though, can I just, I love your homework. Can I, can I share a, a, a small pet peeve? Yes. So I, I do have a pet peeve about, about Hollywood and about how quick Christians are to judge people in Hollywood when they make a mistake. 
and it makes me super sad because right. I'm like, actually, I don't want their life. They live in a, you know, they live under a micro or microscope and everybody feels really comfortable always having an opinion on their lives. And my thought is, I wish we would pray more for them. You know what I mean? Rather yeah. than be really happy to be like, did you see, you know, whatever. So I just as like a side note as a pet peeve, like when you see behavior that you're like, man, you know, and it, and it, it gets the world's attention to me. That's a great opportunity to start praying for those people. Cause they're going to have a real rough, rough week. Yes. And what, what if we responded differently? That's my only thought. So you've added, I'm going to have two pieces of homework. Two pieces of Is homework. there any areas where we've judged Hollywood? Yeah. Yeah. Or just judged in general? Yeah. And what is the stuff we might need to do to clean up our own mess? Yeah. And I mean, I really, I think it's not just Hollywood, whoever the famous people are for mm. you. Because you're, you're famous people, maybe your pastor. I mean, you know what I mean? Like it's whoever is under the microscope, you know, what if we extended grace and, and, uh, and prayed for breakthrough for those people? That's my, I don't know, that's my thought. All right. Yeah. Well, now you can probably see why we don't do current events because it's, no, it's not current, current. Yeah. and we're not great commentators yeah, yeah. on stuff like that. But <laughs> some things to think about this there week. There you go. Let's not do that again. <laughs> AJ, if people want to get the show notes for this episode, they would go to where? They would go to alanaj.com slash 276. That's very good. I did wild <laughs> gesticulations across the, the studio. I was like, wait, I don't know what number it is. <laughs> I think AJ Jones needs a round of applause for not Yay. falling asleep on yep. this week's episode. Because you even have mood lighting going on in here. It's hardly mood lighting, darling. Dun, it's just... Dun, dun. <laughs> <laughs> if you would like to become a member of the show <laughs> i'm doing the background music. that's great could you stop okay if you'd like to become a member of the show help support the show get benefits like discounts on the upcoming course i'm about to remind you about get videos to some of our episodes not the next couple while we're recording an audio um get priority q a if you would like to be able to chat with us in a private forum go to ellenandaj.com slash join and lastly, if you would like to join me on the More Than Enough course, if you would like to have a brand new relationship with your finances, if you'd like to know what it's like to live with more money, less stress, and greater financial security, go to alanandaj.com slash more. And remember, registration closes on April 18th. But for now, thanks for being with us. Enjoy your homework, and we'll see you next week. Faith, life, communication, tacos and video games, paleo donuts and the kindness of God are things we deal with every day. From Franklin, Tennessee, they are just like you and me. Alan yeah. and AJ, oh, yeah. keeping up with the Joneses, keeping up If you are a human being, there's something here for everyone.